This is an ode to blackness, to black women, to vulnerability and to visibility. And in the words of one of my heroes, the resilient and prolific Miss Audre Lorde, I have come to believe over and over again that what is most important to me must be spoken, made verbal and shared, even at the risk of having it bruised or misunderstood. That the speaking profits me beyond any other effect. I am standing here as a black woman, and the meaning of all that waits upon the fact that I am still alive and I might not have been. This is a platform to magnify the voices of the ignored and the unheard. So please join me on my journey of speaking up and speaking truth. This is Speak, and I am Kaya Coleman. Welcome back to Speak. So today's episode is kind of just a free-form conversation with me and some of my friends about what it's like doing 2020 at 22. I feel like this is a very important age um in life or at least stage because we just graduated from college we got jobs we're supposed to be working and like living our adult lives and then coronavirus and so now everything kind of just spiraled differently than we expected and we all have like different things going on um i'm sure we've had different experiences throughout this so i wanted to invite some of my friends to talk about theirs um and yeah do y'all want to introduce yourselves Hi, my name is Kalechi. I'm currently living in New York. I work for an advertising agency. Um, also graduated in May. And I think it's been very weird living in New York. Um, th- there aren't many people outside doing many things, but people still go outside and do some things. And I think, I don't know. It just makes me feel weird because I don't think I have an accurate look or like depiction of what's actually going on outside like how many people are actually like going out or you know social distancing vice versa makes sense kanya hi i'm kanya i'm also 22 also graduated in may i'm currently living at home and working from home that's in my parents house outside chicago how's it like in chicago how's the pandemic it's been okay i don't can't speak to Chicago because um, I live in the suburbs and it's been like still here. I was gonna say, like people, are, I I literally don't go outside. People don't really do much except for like nothing's open and people aren't doing anything, you know. And it's also very much not a lot of young people out here anyway. So like you wouldn't the thing, the place that you would go to out here, at least for me, are like very white bars that I probably wouldn't go to anyway because I would see everybody from my high school who I hate and like just not something that I wouldn't be interested in doing anyway um so all that to say yeah this is like where I grew up and this I like don't want to be here and see the people from around here anymore I feel you like I'm very ready to go yeah I think that makes sense I'm gonna y'all know me but just in case you don't know my background I'm also 22 um, I do HR for a bank, and but I'm working from home, so I just I'm at home in Texas. Um, people are acting like the pandemic doesn't exist, really. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I mean, people wear masks sometimes, but like people are out, like <laughs> out, yeah, um, which is definitely a problem. 
I'm not people though, cause I'm yeah, I'm just at home. Um, so this has been kind of easy, like the first part of the pandemic, cause I naturally prefer to be home anyway. Um, but as time has gone by, I'm like, oh, this is getting to me a little bit. And also, I never plan to move back to Texas at any point soon, like not at all. So I think being here has kind of been like, what is going on? Um, I think it was probably to be like closer to my family. Like I needed to be back in the space because I've been away for so long. But other than that, like there's not much for me, I feel like in Texas. So it's just like been weird being here. I'm enjoying it and I'm taking as much as I can out of the experience and I love Houston. However, this is not where I plan to be. But now that I think about it and I think about New York, I also don't really want to go there. So I'm like, I don't know. New York is very, again, I was saying like it's bittersweet. If I'm supposed to be moving, I don't know if I've said this on here yet, but I got a job in New York. I'm currently in Chicago. So I'm supposed to be moving to New York to start my professional career. Um, but I'm at home because I work from home because of everything. But um, I think I was saying it's bittersweet for me to move to New York because I wanted to be in D.C. And New York is just chaotic to me. And I feel like my preferred speed of life is, like, a lot slower than the way things move in New York. And, like, it's cool. I can do it. But I'm also, like, please calm down. It's weird because I love New York when I'm there. But then when I'm not there, I'm like, I don't feel like being in New York, if that makes sense. Like, when I think about all that New York is, I'm like, actually, I'm good not being there. But when I'm there, like, I have a great time. I love New York. But the idea of moving back there is like, I don't know if I actually feel like going. I think it'll be fun because a lot of people will be there. Like, all of our friends are going to be there. It'll definitely be more social, which I probably need. But at the same time, I'm like that's rent now because i'm not paying rent right i'm not paying for shit like i'm just working and i get to keep everything like this is just such a good time to just like save up because you don't know what the hell is about to happen next so the fact that i get to just like not have to do shit is amazing and i don't want to have to give that up but at the same time i'm like i do miss the other part of life like i feel like i'm a different person when i'm home if that makes sense I don't know. I feel like New York, for me, I think it's like a good place to spend your 20s. That's I feel true. like all the all that goes on doesn't really overwhelm me as much. It's like the next person, the silence sort of adds balance to my life. I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like someone told me, like, it's like putting, putting me somewhere other than New York or like someplace that isn't a big city is like putting a V8 engine in a Prius. <laughs> like, I, I think for me, like, the I, New York is like a metaphor for your 20s, right? So when you're like, oh, I don't really feel as inspired to move there anymore, I think it's synonymous with like how a lot of people our age are feeling like acting like a little bit like homebodies, like a little grown, just because we've been in the house so much. It's like the amount of energy, like I went outside shopping yesterday, girl, I was exhausted. The amount of energy, (laughs) it takes like be outside and keep up with our friends in the way we were doing before. Like for us to just stop like that, like we're like in new marriages and at home, is not good. 
Like, you should want to be in New York. Granted, New York looks a little different right now, but it's like, I still want to give that energy out. Like, I'm just getting a little tired of, like, not doing anything. I think my reasonings for wanting to be in New York are, like, different from most people, but, like, I don't know. I, I don't think this country in general is really my cup of tea. So that's my... I've been thinking that's that. That's my issue. Okay. Um, but not, not, not necessarily the city on its own. It is expensive. It's overpriced. Yeah. It is super overpriced. That's really what I'm thinking about. I mean, right. like, that's the thing. To go from as, as much as I... As much as I don't necessarily like being at home, I'm going from paying no bills paying all of my bills so i'm like okay mm-hmm. it you know, sounds better that's interesting though. even it's though but i, I, I don't like... i'm very much i'm also like no i'm so ready to be out of my house yeah. like been ready to be out of my house don't need to be in here around here anymore it's, but, exactly because i feel like i i didn't grow up in texas like yeah i grew up here but like i wasn't like, I was going through so much mentally and just so, like, removed that, like, I didn't really have, like, experiences like that that were that defining for me in Houston. So, like, when I went to college, that's when I feel like I became, like, the social part of me. Like, I became myself. And so, when I'm back here in Texas, I'm like, I don't feel inspired to go. Like, this is, isn't a place I wanted to be. And so, I feel like all those defining experiences happened really in New York City because when I was away from Ithaca just doing God knows whatever I felt like but like having that those adult experiences just to be able to be like I feel like being here and like I don't know I just like I spent a lot of time there and I feel like I learned a lot of just everything in New York City so I feel called to be there but at the same time I'm like am I ready to be back again in that type of environment I think I'm just scared to be like I haven't seen myself social again in so long. Um, like I feel like that's just gonna be culture shock to go from right. the state I'm in right now to New York City life. Like I don't know if I'm ready for that transition yet. That's gonna right. be like, whew. yeah. But you know that's really interesting because I kind of envy people who are like going into work just because I know at some point, at least from my job, I'm gonna have to go back in. And it's like, am I going to be in the right state of mind? Like, is it going to be that hard for me to, like, you know, get back into that? I don't think we're ever going back to that again fully. You don't think so? The work life? I don't know, man. Because, like, at least you do a different type of work than I do. So maybe. But for HR, all I need is a computer. Like, I don't ever have to go back. And I don't think they can ever go from working remote full-time to having me come in person 40 hours a week you'd be like you but hell no i'm not coming you lost your mind i'm not doing it i've just been like finding myself questioning like on all of this like what exactly is it we're supposed to do with this time so like imagine next year right no guys say you guys do move to new york or say you don't move to new york it's like then what because if we're not going back to a five-day work week, right, when we were in classes before, where people were working before, everyone is going to have to retrain themselves to use their time differently, right? So, That's like, true. when work starts again, I'm really curious to at least just watch myself and, like, see how I adjust to, like, 
whatever the schedule is, because I have not adjusted to this not doing shit in my apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not adjusting. Like, I'm ready for the next thing, you know? I would say I'm really excited for the extra time. Because now that I, I just, I feel like I have, again, the opportunity to, like, be creative mm-hmm. when I want. Like, I, I feel like I have a lot of creative energy that I want to, like, it sounds super dumb to say. I have, like, all this creative energy I need to release. But, like, no, don't know. Like, you said, like, don't feel inspired. Like, I said, like, I don't, don't feel any significance in, like, my current environment. So it's, like, not feeling very inspired by it to do anything. So I have creative energy. And know where I don't know how to use it to do something with it, you know. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm again now. I have the now I have the time to figure it out. I don't necessarily have to be always working towards something. And I'm just the part of the next part of life that I am really excited about is to be able to kind of just live for a little bit and not be necessarily like, oh, what's next? What's next? I always have to be one step ahead. Mm-hmm. Like right. just for a little while, all I have to do is like. I don't know, some kind of routine, something like, nah, I don't want to, I want to just live for a minute. I don't know if that makes sense. Live and be creative for a little bit and before I get back into a grind or some shit. Yeah. And just enjoy it. Like, right now, it feels like all I do is work and I'm not a fan of my job. So, or just working and I don't know which one I'm not a fan of, but either way, I'm not a fan. And I feel guilty whenever I don't work though like if I log in later or if I like don't get as much done certain day then I feel bad right. and then I spend a lot of time thinking about feeling bad and then I still am not getting shit done because I'm still just thinking and it slows my productivity down so much that I end up really not accomplishing much at all other than, other than just like mental exhaustion from just like being yeah, so anxious about what I'm doing and then on top of the fact that I feel like I work in a really competitive environment and I feel like I'm supposed to be the best because, you know, like, there's not many of us. Um, so then it's just like all this added pressure and I feel like I'm just constantly on this cycle. So whenever I do things that are just like pleasurable or when I just don't want to do anything, which ends up being more often than it probably should now, I feel like bad about it. And I think that's probably an issue that we're going to have to work on. Like we as in like, our generation because this is a really bad age for this to be getting ingrained in but like feeling so guilty for just not being productive we're living in a pandemic like people are dying shit like is changing tying your worth to your productivity yeah and having that be the folk like my not. whole day is focused on like accomplishing this 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 and this and that and i'm like yo i just really want to experience or just like wake up and do what i feel like right I feel, so this is the dissonance for me, right? Because I feel exactly the same way. And it's like on social media, it seems like a lot of people are being hella productive and I'm here doing hella nothing. But the thing is like, it's not like I haven't really tried to like seek out these like opportunities and stuff, but I don't know, they're just not coming my way. And like, like you were saying, that's how I feel about all the time. That's why like, I'm sort of eager to get back into like a more formalized schedule, even if that does require me going back into work a certain amount of days, because I don't work well for a lot of time. I procrastinate. I don't feel like pressure to 
perform. It's just like too much time to feel like. I'm, literally, I'm, if you I'm, give me too urgent. long of a literally, deadline, literally, you don't give me a deadline. Nothing. Of it's urgent. like I promise you, it hasn't been done yet. It'll be done uh, right. It will get done. You, you tell it. me when you need it. It will get. And that's done. been my problem. Like but. I have to. I think also like. I don't know what it is, but they expect things to take longer. I think it's the age gap in working with technology is they think things take longer than they do to get completed. So, like, they give you so much time and they're like, can you have it by, like, I'm like, girl, I can have it in an hour. But (laughs) I don't say that because I'm like, well, now that gives me time to, like, have some me time back. But then I end up procrastinating or, like, doing something else and just, like, taking advantage and... I end up doing it in the small window. I knew I could do it in anyway. So I need to get out of that pattern. It's just so hard to like not. And I think that's a college thing. Just getting by with doing things with the least amount of time possible. Like that just became normal. But I've been trying to figure out if that's like something that. If this is like really the real world and we just have to unlearn that behavior of like trying to do stuff like as quickly as possible and keep moving on to the next task. And instead of just like acknowledging that like things take time to do give yourself time to do it instead of always trying to do like 10 things at once it was the experience i feel like i had in college in college it's like i was always even if i was working on one thing i'm still thinking about the next thing that i have Mm -hmm. to do and like every single area i'm like all at the same time versus now it's like i have one two three so many tasks whatever that i need to do when i have x amount of time to do it or like they just need to get done in a reasonable amount of time and I can take the time that I need to do that but the other thing is like you said I'm absolutely like bullshitting through half the day like I'd be forgetting that I'm supposed to be working like yep. very much chilling and it's because I'm working from home but it's also like I feel like it's more authentic because like this is the same amount of work that I would have done in the office and I'm just doing it from home that I really didn't need to be in like you don't need to be in the office 40 hours to do the tasks that are required mm-hmm. for you that's so like what I mean that's not really the case for me like just quickly like because i started a new job like this month well i've started two new jobs in the midst three in the midst of this and like it's very hard to start a new job like for me at least within my industry because a lot of it is about who you know like the projects you get to work on and it's like, I'm not meeting no one through these Zoom links, you know? It's like, if you don't already know each other, then it's hard to uh, really, like, get on cool stuff. That's been part of my frustration. Like, I don't know. It's a lot of tension. Like, I feel very uncomfortable. Like, that's that's how I felt recently. It's like, yes, there's a lot of time. And yes, I'm laying on the couch all day. But, like, I'm ready for the next thing. How does, like, your tasks, like, how does that work at your job? Like, do you get assigned a certain thing? Is it project-based? Is it, like... So, like, there are projects and stuff, but advertising's a lot of who you know, like, because now I work for Wyden and Kennedy, right? Yeah. Which is, like, Nike's ad agency, super lit. In the New York office, we have McDonald's, Jordan Brand. I'm the art director, one of the art directors for the Ford account. So it's just like when I come in, obviously I'm gonna work on like you know 
cooler things that I'm up or more up my alley, entertainment, fashion, all this stuff. And they have me like on Ford. I don't even have a partner yet. It's like, I don't really know what to do. I don't know. I don't know that much about Ford in general. It's the best Other in Texas. Cars, yes, but not, not an American car. Um, but like, I'm finessing it. I'm figuring it out. It's just a little bit different. Like getting one projects you want or just getting, you know, upward mobility when you can't see the people. Continue to impress. See, if that was my job, I would have an issue too because networking is actually really difficult and Zoom fatigue is a real thing. And after talking to people for so long, it's just like, I don't feel like doing this. And then they always expect my camera to be on. And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> and I really don't want to come off me either because to be honest, y'all don't need me in this meeting. I'm just here for show. But <laughs> like, I, it's just like, I don't know. Working in corporate for this long and in such an isolated place where it's like this is pretty much all I focus on I've started to realize that we just make ourselves do a lot of dumb shit for no reason and call it work and then we feel good about it but it's like half of our meetings could have been an email we're also doing processes so outdated and we have to go through 50 million different people just do it for us why are we discussing what I need you to like I should be able to formulate what I want. You get it covered in your department. We shouldn't have to have 30 meetings about one thing. Right. It's, like, so counterproductive, but this is just how they've been operating for, like, 100 years. So that everyone's just going to keep doing it because that's, like, what it feels. And then I'm thinking about it, and I'm, like, to go a step further, just jobs in general... Why are we living like this? Like, there's just... I really, I feel like a lot, so many jobs... Are like literally just spinning your wheels in the sand, like just doing something just for the sake of doing something, and it's just being busy work. that you did something. It's like that was like really something that I struggled with. Like I can't not do meaningful work. So I'm telling you right now, like if I don't care, I don't care, and I'm not gonna right. do the job. Like no we sat here and created jobs for what reason? And then now we all stress that's what I'm saying. and have to use. Well, I guess because of like content, money and debt. Very- literally like this is just not what we were built to be doing and the more i sit in these meetings the more i realize like why are we doing this dumb shit like it's yeah. just so annoying to think about because i'm like nothing i'm doing is actually going to matter down the line at all i do I was, like go ahead kanya sorry no you're bad i was gonna say it's just like um well two parts to it one like what else could you spend your time doing if we didn't spend so much of our time working and just like trying to fake call ourselves productive and then but then also i was thinking about one of the upsides i feel like to the virus and the quarantine like staying at home and like being in this place that i don't really feel like doing anything is i am very much like a homebody introvert like i don't feel the need to go out and be social like you talked about Kalechi. like i don't know i don't like i'm not a super social person i don't want to talk to people all day every day like i'm very much okay with just like mm-hmm. Yeah, give me my task and leave me alone. Like, we don't need Please. to communicate. For, we don't need to communicate. We don't need to check in. And we then, don't have to touch base, like, I promise. I get it. But then, but then so that I can, like, spend other time, I guess, being creative in some other way. But that's my next task. I don't know how to be creative. I need to do something. I just don't know why. And that's why I could go on a rant about why I hate capitalism, but that's one of the reasons because it's like you really don't get to experience life the way that you should because you're just so focused on having to be productive so that you don't have debt, which is also just made up made like up. everything we do is. But it's like why 
I don't know. I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around why we keep seeing things that don't work and allowing it to maintain, even though it's destroying our society. And I mean that about like every system we exist in. We keep allowing it to happen. And we all know that it's problematic. We all know that there are flaws. But we keep subscribing to it because it's just easier to do that. And I also know I'm saying all of this without providing alternatives. But the fact that we don't even have the conversation of like, why are we doing this? Like, I don't know. It's just something is not clicking for me. And that's what's been in my mind this whole quarantine. I guess because I've had the moment to be still and realize that like we don't get that enough. And so now that I have it, I'm like, this is probably really important for us as humans to have. And capitalism usually doesn't allow for that. So like, why are we maintaining that? Like, this is all self-governing, right? Like, I don't know, I just... Very much, no, I think it's very much, again, entering the workforce, I guess, at our age, and being like, this isn't normal. Like, for whatever reason, why do we feel like we were the first generation? Not first. We probably weren't. But whatever, to say... I think every generation goes through this. Like, why would I... Why would I dedicate 40 hours of my week doing work to make money for somebody else? Like, of course, we weren't the first people to say, but like, are you kidding me? Are you dumb? Why would I do that shit? Like, so. I feel like every generation thinks this and then you just like get over it. You just get tired and then like. Like you said, it's just easier to do it. So how do we escape that? And like, what else could we be doing? And that's why like, I always, I have this conversation a lot. And I feel like the alternative is we could have just, again, back to a, a semi- primitive society just in the sense that all we had to do was grow food and take care of each other and barter <laughs> what if that well, like, and then we could like again but like and if you think about all these ancient societies like still have all these like very clear um traditions and like you know practices of that involve like some kind of creative element and so all you had to do was again grow food take care of each other be creative like create art in that you. sense that would be a much more exciting life than make money for somebody else and make money for the man. I'm like, why couldn't we do that instead? We're just too far in, is what people are yeah. going to say. And then it's like, who's going to be the one to be like, wait, this don't make sense. And have that ignite enough to get enough people to think about it. Like, it's just not feasible in that sense. I think we're getting closer. I think we are getting we get closer. Something closer feels like it's like changing. But at the same time, it's like, I can still imagine, like, our kids down the line one day, like, having this conversation, like, why do we do this? And it's still being the same exact thing. I don't know. <laughs> Who's going to be Yeah, I also don't know. I think the world is going to look very different. I hope so. Instead of 40 years. The things, like, that you wanted to do, um, like, I don't know, in the future, pivoted or changed because now I'm like I don't even think it has necessarily that much to do with the pandemic but I think the context in which I've been working like just being at home and all that stuff is making me like really trying to find re-establish a purpose Mm -hmm. and like really figure out exactly like what it is I want to do which is also something I've been dealing with I don't know I think I'm pretty introverted. Like, I do, I'm fine by myself, but I think I spend too much time by myself. I do too. Yeah, agreed. And then look, and then I forget how to be social. And then when I go outside, like you said, I already say the wrong thing. Yeah, it's work. 
I'm I just so, get so my social battery just gets shorter the longer I'm away from people. So like when I do go outside, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be here. Yeah, and it's already like natural for me not to want to be there. So like the fact that I've been so away for so long, like I just yeah, this is definitely unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's also like yeah, I don't really want to be in this apartment anymore either. I don't know. Definitely, yeah. I think it's definitely both. Ninety eight is going through it every time. For real. First, the world's supposed to end our eighth grade year, and I really believe that shit too. I really <laughs> like. In my heart, I was so terrified that day. Um, and then we lived through that. And now 2020, we don't get a graduation. We just get a pandemic. It was so insane. Like, it was just too much. Too I just, much. everything, I was thinking about it the other day. And I got so sad because I was like, wow, we worked, we went through a lot at that school. Like, I know people be saying college is hard, but I don't think you understand. Cornell is a, like, Cornell is a beast. So the fact that we didn't get a graduation hurts so much. They could have put a slideshow. They could have, like, put just something. Like, that was just a, that was a tough loss. And then to just get thrown, like, right into work. And, like, okay, go be productive. I'm like, I don't even know what's happening around me. I don't know how to do Excel right now. Like, this don't even matter. Like, this report doesn't matter at all, bro. It's not time sensitive. You just made that up. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, hard to find meaning in, like, all of this monotonous stuff when you see how quickly things can change. Right. And then they're always like, I've been here for 25 years, and I've been here for 30 years, and I'm like, yo... I don't want that to become me. And I think that's because I spend most of my days surrounded by, like, 40-year-olds. So, like, it's a very different experience for me. But every time I see them, I'm like, I don't want this to be me at 40. Right. Literally. And I, I think, don't this at all. Yeah, like, I, I don't want I've this I think I've also life. been, like, asking that question a lot. It's just, like, I see this. I see these people. I see that this is not what I want to do. This is not what I want to be. So it's like, what is it do I what what is it exactly like that i want to be and like girl i really don't know (laughs) i i really don't know anymore and i don't know i just feel like it's it all comes together right like my job what i want to do next what i want to do in the future taking on so much and then spending so much time like by ourselves like no graduation like what else also oh this is what i've been thinking about too we really came in during a political shift we did that's when white people started getting bold that was a scary time to be at cornell that was a scary time like i did not have this many political conversations in high school or middle school i'm watching pretty little things every single like line everything is like has some type of messaging or something it really started when trayvon martin died and that was also our eighth grade year when we thought the world was ending so we've been getting hit with trauma for like a very long time back to back to back and now I'm remembering all the, like, big events in my life. And they're always around trauma because Michael Brown died Black on my 16th trauma. birthday, like, the same day. Damn. And I remember thinking about that, like, wow, like, I'm how am so I sitting here celebrating? I'm and, like, that. I'm always, that's what I always think of when I think of 16. So I'm, like, every stage that's important to us 
is hit with like some crazy black trauma and we just have to like hurt but also keep going and i'm like now that i think back at cornell some of my biggest memories are like at protests or like oh this student got beaten up and called a nigger so you might not want to go to class today or you might not want to walk home by yourself today like i don't know that's just a bad thing to look back and think about as your college experience i feel like with that type of foundation that we've not, I don't want to say foundation because it makes it seem really bad, but it's just like having gone through and experienced all that stuff, and then it's like boom, 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 graduation. Being an adult. I feel like part of the thing about not having graduation that like really killed me is like this is the one thing that was supposed to be like so guaranteed. The hurrah, like the, like that was the only thing that was nothing else in four years, May 24, 2020, like I was going to graduate and I was going to be done. And then that just didn't happen. They said, see y'all later. Um, That just didn't happen. Make sure you email me your last final. In addition to that, rather than, you know, carrying on with like, you know, our lives in the way that normally normal 20 year olds would, you have people split up all over the country, like back home, <laughs> like back home with their parents. Like, yes, a lot of people are making a lot of money, which I, makes me feel good. Like at least people are saving up and all that stuff. But it's just like, in terms of like Life? development, yeah. like, fuck it. I feel like a child. I'm like terrified because like literally I don't know when we're gonna get out of this stage, but it feels like it's gonna be here for a minute. So like God knows what age we are when we get out of this. It's like we miss the time we were supposed to be like free spirits and just like doing whatever and just like making all the mistakes in the world and just doing whatever. We're like spending all that time being super cautious and at home and like having to plan our entire lives because now we don't know what's coming next. And it's like we don't get to finish this part i don't know it feels unfair nothing to fill our time with it feel it doesn't it feels unfair initially and then when i start to think about it more it feels like a pivot like you were You're saying right. like it's just like there's so many things that we know are wrong that we're doing but we still do it and it's going to be so weird trying to explain to our kids why we did shit we knew it wasn't good for us mm-hmm. but i think we're getting closer right so like and beyonce it. said in her little graduation speech she was like we had to rip the band-aid off to really start actually assessing the wounds that this country has been doing i think 98 has carried the brunt of this that is my <laughs> we're getting our asses beat um, but I don't know. I'm just trying to find a place in it all and not like feel too much of anything. It's hard because I feel like I feel everything, or like I'm trying to like process like everything. And I then, think I'm with you, Kalecha. I don't feel. I, I'm very much numb to it at this point. Like I kind of just. I can't engage. I engaged a lot in my earlier years. I feel like at this point, like I just. Oh yeah. That was too much. It feels like insanity. I feel like I just feel a lot of heaviness. Like, I don't pay yeah. attention to the news because that is too stressful. Um, and I try not to, like, focus on the really unchangeable shit. Like, because <laughs> that would just make me depressed. But, like, it still feels, like, heavy and, like, stagnant and just confused. Like, right. I feel like nobody really knows what to do or what's going on. Everybody just knows something's happening. And I don't know, existing in the unknown for me is hard because I feel like I overthink. Well, I know I know I overthink. So this is like low-key driving me crazy when I think about it too long. Because I'm like, what 
is this? And are we supposed to understand it? Or are we supposed to just let it rock? Like, there's a lot happening. I really think, I really, truly, like, because I've thought about a lot, like, about this time and all this stuff. And it's like, I think what we're doing is exactly, we're responding exactly the way that we should. You know, maybe I smoke, like, hella one week and then I don't smoke that week. Like, you're observing your patterns, you're learning how you respond to, like, things in different environments, different triggers and all that stuff. And, like, I think that's what it's been for me. So it's like, when it's time to go back outside, I have just a better idea of, like, how things are going to make me feel, or, like, the different ways I could possibly respond to different triggers in the environment and stuff. Because it's just like, I don't know. You had a bad meeting what's the first thing you about to do? You have all this time. You're going to watch, you're going to binge a show on Netflix. You're going to go to the gym and work out, work off that steam. You're going to call your friend. You're going to smoke two J's. You Like, you're learning about your own. What do you feel like doing? Right. You're learning about your own Very behaviors and then from there assessing if you want to change them or, like, you know, not change them. I think it is a productive time, but it we've is. been in it so long. Like, long. like you've come I'm out of the productive part. You've, like, grown you've like developed you had this like tire moment then you got over it then you had another one you got in shape then you got out of shape and then like (laughs) it's just like the cycles keep happening i'm like no i've literally that's happened like i think three times now like i feel like i'm on like a skinny week right now like i just feel like i have like my cycles (laughs) but it's the same thing over and over again and it's hard to not feel like off when you're in the same place over and over again right. like i don't know life is a balancing act though like i feel like living weeks a week and trying to figure these things out actually is a pretty accurate depiction for what life is i don't know like i don't learn that much from movies but like something i've like seen like a common thread in movies is just like you always hear people saying like take it one day at a time or like old people like really advise you to just enjoy every single day and like just take it for what it is and all that stuff so i feel that i feel that a lot that was good advice i of like part, no i think you're right and like but also enjoying the simplicity and being like like people joke about like all that life is was like figuring out what you have to eat for dinner, and it's like that's really all you do. But like you can do also things in between there, like you said, and identifying like your triggers in your environment, and just or rather being mindful of your environment and figuring out, like you said, what makes me feel good. What do I want to do right now? What just happened to me? How do I feel about it? Okay, I'm gonna like I don't have to be worried about work all the time. I don't have to be worried about the fake debt all the time. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want to dedicate my energy to that. I want to live the way that it feels for me to live. Facts. I started turning off my Skype at work to just say offline because that was giving me really bad anxiety. Like, whenever you step away, it says the exact amount of minutes you've been gone. Um, And so, like, if somebody emails you, they see, like, it's yellow. That means you're not at your computer. You haven't moved your mouse. If it's, like, yeah, yeah, like, it just spilled all your tea. So that was stressing me out because sometimes I'm not on there, like, I'm at home. Like, what y'all expect? Um, but people could see. And, like, once this lady was like, oh, it seems like she's offline based off this. I'm like, girl, why are you clocking like that? Like, that was just, yeah. it was too much. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just turn it off. That way it just always looks like I'm offline. So you never expect it to be, like, anything different. And that helps with my work anxiety. But then I'm like, I still found myself, like, waking up first thing on my mind. Like, oh, crap. Did I turn this in? 
or do I have to do this? Like, what time is that meeting? And, like, I don't want work to be the first thing that comes to my mind. I don't want it to be the last thing I think about before I go to sleep. Like, I don't want it to be the leader of my life. And that's kind of why I miss outside, I guess, because that gave me other things to think about. But I am learning a lot more about myself with the stagnant energy and, like, with the time in between, or at least I'm trying to. Because uh, I feel a lot more sure of myself, like, more than I ever have. Even though, like, the world's really uncertain, like, I feel very sure about who I am. And I guess that's helpful. Also hard, because I'm realizing, like, all right, girl, you got some flaws. <laughs> and, like, coming to terms with that is kicking my ass a little bit. Yeah. Have y'all had those moments at all recently or, like, during this year where you're like, hmm, I'm not what I thought I was? Or... Yeah. I'm not talking to this boy right now. I know it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> why are you my business? You I know. Why are you my business? Why are you my business? I know for a fact it's my fault this time. And <laughs> yeah. I'm just like sitting there like I'm here by myself. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. <laughs> wow, we're we're very in tune to let's see. <laughs> wow, you're speaking. Please preach so I don't have to. But I'm learning, right? I'm learning. Okay. Yeah, I realized I'm more stubborn than I thought I was. Very stubborn. And I self-sabotage a lot. But you know, you need... So I think about that too, just because the Taurus is the bull and people always remind me how stubborn I am. I do... Yeah. Sometimes I find myself being like just a little bit more like flexible than I should when it comes to like I don't know forming opinions because I understand like a lot of different people believe a lot of mm-hmm. different things for a lot of different reasons but I do think having a point of view is important in life because if you don't you get lost so being stubborn if that's you girl own it now I'm like listen this is what I believe y'all can call me stubborn call me whatever I want call me whatever you want at least I have a person it's like not even stuff it's like not stubborn in the way like People I, I said what I said though. it's like stubborn in the way like or not, maybe situation. not stubborn maybe like hesitant you know what I'm trying to describe like when you know like for example one thing that I realized is there are a lot of things that I claim I want that I have direct access to and just don't do because I'm like I don't know if I want to like do that like I don't know if I want to put myself out there in that way right and then I just refrain from doing it so technically that is being stubborn it's just like not stubborn in the way like oh I said what I said I'm firm in this like I'm a very flexible person but when it comes to like I guess having to put myself in a vulnerable space then I become stubborn and I'm like Mm. <laughs> you might get stubborn and self-sabotaging though if you're listening to those damn bitch okay <laughs> 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 you might get though you see or maybe I don't have the content but I think I don't know no no but um I feel like I know my thing with my flaws or I don't know I, I like hmm, how do I say this without <laughs> without turning into therapy but like I'm very I'm very much aware of my and I'm like, I can tell you right now, like, I'm the most stubborn person you'll ever meet. And I am stubborn mm-hmm. and to a certain degree spiteful. But I do have a good job of distinguishing. But I'm You're more stubborn like, than you are No, spiteful. in the sense that it's not, it's not a good thing. To, like, it's a bad, I'm not proud of it. But I can absolutely <laughs> can recognize that, like, if you tell them, I'm very much, like, have not matured, have 
my 12 year old self I'm like if you tell me to do something I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it just because you said it to me go fuck yourself I'm it's terrible it's really bad that and then also again like in that same sense if you tell me like oh you wouldn't like you won't do that you won't do this I'm like, okay now I'm gonna do it or you can do this I think you're going to do something now I'm not gonna do it like it's very much that and that I'm stubborn in that I'm trying to work on it, but also my other fatal flaw is I think I know everything and I think I'm always right. Mm, and that's a problem. Yes. And I know that I need to chill on that. But yes, I've been I have to right. chill on Y'all that. Y'all be proving me right, and that pisses me off. Okay. So I've definitely become a little toxic. Yeah, sometimes I do swear I'm right. Like that's and it's like I know that that's a pride thing too. Oh, that's so maybe it's not stubborn. I'm prideful. That there we go. That's the word. My it's thing, prideful. My thing is that to it to my own. I was gonna say I think like, I'm, destruction. I think for me, like, it's bad. I'm I'm I genuinely do believe I'm right. Like I'm very, but that again, I have to also acknowledge I don't know everything. There's a lot that I don't know, so I'm trying to work on that. I feel like my stubbornness really comes out when people try to tell me what, what I should to do, do for myself. Mm-hmm. In other regards, like in other things, I, I like I said before, super flexible, like I have a point of view, but I understand people believe whatever they believe for very valid reasons. That's fine. But like, when people try to tell me I can or can't do something or I should or shouldn't be doing this or this looks, what I did looks this way or it looks that way, that's when I start to defend myself because it's just like, first of all, First of all, don't tell me how to move. Yeah. Don't tell me about myself because yeah. we're going to have an issue in two seconds. Like, Number two, like, it's just not productive because people, people, they project their own lives, their own stories, their own point of view onto you and then try to insist that you believe that. I remember I tweeted early on in the year. I was just like, my biggest pet peeve is when people like can't accept each other's differences like you have to be right you know it, even even if it doesn't make sense and like that's when I become stubborn because people be like you're so stubborn I'm like no I know myself <laughs> like I, I know there's some things that are the way they are I know why I did things like in terms of outside things I don't know politics and, like, everything that's going on in the news, I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm very tired of all of it. So, in issues in that regard, I have my opinion and I leave it there. I'm not going back and forth trying to change no one's mind on what's going on in this world. Because, listen, we're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm not going to change your opinion on how you see the world. Because that's too much work. And it's, there's just too many parts that... I'm not getting into like you got it however I feel like it is good to have like conversation so like to meet at some common grounds like you're not stubborn to the point where you're like you don't see another side however if I feel like it's not getting anywhere then I'm like okay no but I don't know I feel like I don't know IDP dialogue and debate. <laughs> I should have taken it. I never actually I didn't take it either. I did like a couple IDP sessions because we had to, but I didn't take the That's class. I feel like I feel like I did the ones that I was required to. But... to take that class, Kanye. I ended up dropping. Back with the pride thing. 
I want to circle back because we were talking about goal setting at some point, and I think a lot of goals that we set for ourselves, we like could probably already have if we just like weren't prideful and did what it took to get them. Um, sure. So have you all experienced that? Because that's something that I think I'm working through right now. I want to know if it was a resonating thing. I think that's something I've been thinking about a little bit more too. It's just like, like how, what can I actually do and what can I actually willing to do <laughs> to get places? I think that's the conversation that I'm like, that I need to have with myself. I'm kind of, I think a little bit before that, shoot, wow, I had a really good thought and I'm about to lose it. Oh, okay. um, I'm about to, I think, okay, no, so what I was going to say is not that, um, yeah, I think I had, a, I, I think I had a different experience in that it took me a long time to get my job, you know, full time. And so in that time after our world kind of shut down around March 15th, and then to literally, like, then we fake graduated. And then summer happened, and then people started their jobs and kind of just got, like, thrown into real life. Um, or at least that's what was, like, happening around us. And then, like, also the race war and then also the pandemic. But, like, between all of those things, I was still, my goal at that moment is to get a job. And I'm doing everything that I felt like I was supposed to be doing. Um, and just not, like, nothing was happening for me for a really long time. Um, and I like I got my job in <clears throat> November first, I think, sometime around then. Um, but I was, I think, I was okay in that time because I wasn't being prideful, and I was just being like patient and really honest, and just being like, okay, I this just is just like what the job market is, which is what like job searching is. Like it sucks and it takes forever, but like you did the work, you did what you need to do, keep putting the work in, like something is going to come. Now, I'm like, or what I'm saying is like, I'm in the pre-conversation of like, okay, now I have my job. Now, what is it that I'm doing? Or what is it um, that I want to do? And then I'm going to figure out what am I willing to do and what am I not willing to do? You know what I mean? Exactly. But before that, what the fuck do I even want to do? Like, what do I want? That's what I'm saying. What do I want do the next stage of my life to look like? That's what I also learned. I'm indecisive. I don't know what I want. Sometimes I know. And then That's other fun. times I'm like, I don't know. And then I want something else. And I'm like, mm, maybe I want that. That's my that's my fatal flaw. I can't make a decision. Yeah. And I think that also just comes with, like, a confidence issue of, like, not feeling, not wanting to 100%, like, put all of my eggs in one basket just in case it doesn't happen. And then, like, being scared to be burned by that. So instead, I just, like, hold back. Yeah. Does that make sense? And that's where self-sabotage comes in. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to stop doing because it's, like, obviously a cycle. And it all, like, flows into every experience. But I'm, like, part of it is a safety thing. Part of it is destructive. That's the hard thing. That safety net doesn't really exist. What do you say? I said I don't think it really exists. That one, at least. What do you mean? I think, like, because you, you're talking about you're, you're indecisive, right? Somewhat, yeah. 
I think for me, God, I just have this thought. It's more a question of just really figuring out. Speak up, really Sorry. It's more a question of really figuring out what it is that I like because it really changes every day. My sister sent me this Rihanna meme and like, I just get over things so quickly. Like my memory is really bad and I get bored with things so fast. And like, sometimes it's like, do I like this enough? Or is this just like a face? That's my thing. I'm like, do I like it enough to do all this right now? There are a few things. So in my 22 years of study, there are a few things I know for sure I like in one places. Grapes. I'm a pizza connoisseur. I love coats and fashion. And I love traveling and taking pictures. Everything else. I love I can't, that. I can't do too much commitment. Because oh, I'm a regret. I'm a grad regret it. The price isn't the price people pay is never enough if you don't want to do the job, bro. I think that's, that's my tea. issue. Honestly, I think that makes me think like how long am I gonna keep this up? Like how long am I about to just willingly that's be unhappy? <laughs> Cause it's like every time I wake up I'm like, Ugh, I really don't wanna do this. And then part of me is like, Oh, am I just being lazy or is it just a pandemic? It's like no. I really just don't like this. Yeah. And <laughs> if I went back to like seven year old Kai and was like, Hey girl, you're an HR analyst, she'd be like, How the hell did we get here? <laughs> girl, I who told you I wanted to do that? Like that's not she wouldn't be happy. I oftentimes I think say, sorry, go ahead, Kanye. I've been wrapping No, I'm, you're fine. I was gonna say I will say the one thing I do enjoy about my job is I feel like I'm doing meaningful meaningful work. I said this a little bit earlier, but like in some way, shape, or form, even if it's, I guess, I'm not going to get into all the nuances behind like public service careers and obviously like the fake optimism that kind of exists in it, you know, and like the fake advocacy. Obviously, it has their own, those have their issues um, in and of themselves, but the core of the work that I'm doing is like has a positive mission, and I feel like I'm actually doing something that has value not just kind of like said turning my wheels and spinning my wheels in the sand for some like bullshit fake task that like really is very inconsequential in the grand scheme of things like i can't do that and i was really stubborn about that when i was looking for a job and feel like it's part of why it took so long because i was like i'm not i can't do some i can't do a job where you just ask me to make a list all day i can't do that shit like i'm not gonna do it yeah i took the easy way out i was like that'll make me money and it's not too stressful. I can handle it. And definitely a trade-off. Yeah. Definitely a trade-off. It's, like, it's bringing great things into my life, but at the same time, it's like at what expense? Is the money yeah. worth the price of like not enjoying anything that I'm doing? Other than like my favorite part of my job is just like talking to people and I'm not, I don't even like talking to people. So like the fact that that's the highlight of my day is like getting to just speak with people it's how you know I'm doing some fuck shit because that's Great. exhausting for me. But it's also better than just like being on Excel or PowerPoint or emailing people. So it's like, I don't know. I just know that this can't be a, a long-term thing. But I hate that it's just so high focus. Like, I feel like I've never had to speak about my job this much in my life. But now because it's quarantine, it's like, girl, what else is there to talk about? Right. It's like always in my mind. 
And people also think because, like, you're at home that you have more time. So it's, like, people are more likely to, like, do things outside of business hours. And even if it's not asking you to do something, even, like, seeing, like, your phone blow up because of, like, work emails is probably not a good thing over and over again. Emails? Yeah. Email is the devil. I hate that. Maybe you would think I was a celebrity the way my phone be blowing up. That's good, man. Clubhouse. Be Blackberry work. <laughs> not Clubhouse. I'm crying. I'm not on Clubhouse. Always on me. 10%. I was going to say, um, yeah, like, I think that's a good reference. It's like, point two. It's always coming back to your younger self. I love kids. They me too. Are like that's the one thing I know for sure is in the future it has to be. Yeah, like, kids are just, like, so, like, they really, I think, see the world the way people are supposed to. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's good to come back to yourself and just ask yourself, like, like, did you guys watch the episode um, uh, Lovecraft Country where the girl, like, the mom, like, refound herself? Mm-hmm. Like, I, that episode almost made me cry. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. never cry because I really oh, I always, felt... That show used to fuck me up. I used to be used to tearing up. Yeah. I really feel that. I feel like life, like, really forces people, you know, we talk about these people who work in jobs for 20, 30 years and all this stuff, you know, just doing all they know. We're doing all we know. Work from home, talk on the phone, you know, trying to fill the time the best we can. But it's just like, I think it's a good point of reference to always come back to, like, what would my younger self think about me now? Because... Usually that is very true to your core mm-hmm. and like it can get very lost in the sauce, like in everything that's going on. It's like if your younger self wouldn't like you being at at HR analyst the city, then girl, time to think of the next thing. Not quit your job. Oh no, <laughs> not doing <laughs> that. Think about See it. that yeah. I encourage people to explore. However, me I don't like uncertainty, so I could not quit my job and just come up with something. Like, that's just not something I'm good at. I wouldn't be able to freeball it. Hats off Mm. to you if you could. Me, however, I'm just thinking about the stress of, like, you know, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. But... On the one hand, I'm like... On the one hand, I'm like, I I like stability. On the other hand, it's kind of like I've been... It sounds really stupid. But it's like, I've been doing things so structured for so long, it would be nice to just have, like, to go the other way and That's have okay. more freedom with it and, like, really just, like you said, go day to day, see what, like, see where the day takes me. Yeah. This is, like, the first... Kind of... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was just saying, this is, like, the first time in life where we haven't had it just written out for us. Like, yeah. we always had our next goal because that's what it was supposed to be. Like, we finished the last bar, so, like, now what? Is what it right. feels like. Literally. Not the last bar, but, like, the last, like, mandatory bar before you're able to do free things. And it's kind of you know, a scary like the thing. Kind yeah. of thing. As far as most of, I mean, just as far as most of us thought, right, it's like, okay, college, okay, work, okay, I want to kind of, you know, add this to my bucket list, this, and the third, I kind of want to have a family. Like, we've structured, yeah, like, most part of our lives much more than this, and, not having a lot to do doesn't really help with figuring that out. But I have faith. Ninety eight has made it this far, so 
Yeah, let's make this. We've been talking for a minute. Let's make this more positive. What do we think is? <laughs> what are we looking forward to? What have we learned about ourselves that we like? What are some new things that we do to help keep our spirits lifted? Positive advice you want to give to people? I'm more social than I thought. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I'm more social than I thought because I, yeah. I love when I have like candid conversations during the work day too. That's my highlight. That's crazy. That's um, okay, wait, what was your question? What do you think? Um, it wasn't necessarily that directed, but just spinning it on a more positive note, like, how are we dealing with this? What are we looking forward to? Oh, that's what am I looking forward to? Very much looking forward to having an apartment and decorating and that kind of thing in terms of uh, moving. That was the one thing I was um, thinking about, though. I'm trying to say, it's a stop saying I don't like New York. It's a stop saying I don't want to move to New York. I feel like the more I say that, the more I'm going to, like, reinforce it you know yeah especially if you know you're moving like without really giving it a chance because like i've been obviously i've been in new york um but i haven't really i've never lived in new york longer than a weekend like it's not living in new york oh that's gonna be a different experience yeah i I got anxiety like i get overwhelmed very quickly so that's why i'm apprehensive about new york but i'm trying to stop saying that um and look forward to having an apartment like having remain really just having my own space to have like to do whatever fuck i want in the good thing is that part of being an adult new york is gonna help with that though because like one thing that i learned in new york is like you really can't control shit so you just kind of gotta let shit fly like sometimes you just have to take the l and recover but like things are gonna happen that are just uncontrollable and also like people don't give a fuck like people really do just mind their business like nobody's focused on you the way that you think and i remember like I used to be really, when I first started taking the train, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? And there's so much happening. I'm like, oh, I don't want to look lost. Like, I hate looking lost. Prideful no things. And nobody <laughs> is paying attention. Like, not a single person is looking at you. Like, it's literally just your anxiety telling you. But I promise you, nobody even thought about you. Um, but no, New York is going to help you with your patience and your, like, ability to just, like, go with the flow. That's one thing yeah. I do miss is, like, Shit always sure. happens. Like you're always gonna learn something. There's always an experience. For sure, things never go on time. Ever. I was gonna say too, um, like, with all this. Oh, one of the main things I've learned that's super positive is just like all the things I wanted. Like life is much longer than you than thought, I, right? I once thought. And, like, I know people are like, life's so short, you know, college flies by and all that time flies by. Yes, time flies by when you're having fun. But I didn't think of, you know, 40 years worth of fun things to do. I maybe had, like, two in my brain. So now it's like, well, I'm going to do the rest of this time. Right. Like, there's so much time to change. There's so much time to pivot. There's so, if like you don't you have like enough this job, time. there's time to do it. Be secure. Find something else. Find your passion somewhere yeah. else. Like, there's time to do things if you allow there to be time for things. You know, also, if you like let if time it's meant to by, then it's just gonna go. But if it's meant to be, like, there's gonna be enough time for it. Like, yeah. you're not gonna run out of time for what's meant to happen. I guess yeah. people start feeling hopeless in their situations. Like, everything is temporary, bro. 
especially jobs. People are moving through jobs so much right now. Yeah. Like, my manager just switched jobs now. I'm like, girl, you couldn't have told me before. So now I don't know me? who my manager is going to be. No, my manager. Uh, so now I don't know who my like next one's going to be. Yeah. That'll be fun. About you, people are really being more selfish nowadays, and like as they should, though, doing what makes them happy, which makes me happy. Yeah, so hopefully, people are nicer because of when we go back. <laughs> people yeah. are definitely going to be nicer, I think. Hopefully, my beach body's on too when we go back outside. That's a skinny me. I'm screaming, <laughs> we're gonna get in and out of shape one more time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, when even I'm trying to think. By my 23rd birthday, we should be outside. Like, we should be outside. By your 23rd, right? definitely. I think so, for sure. Wow. I want to do something. Because I didn't do shit this birthday, which it was really peaceful. I enjoyed it, but I didn't do shit. And for yeah. 23, I feel like I deserve. So I really need the world to not be on this bullshit. I want everyone to have lit birthdays this year. Yeah, so, like, I just want people to, people deserve more. good things to happen to them this year. Yeah. Please, God. But, alright, this is Kaya Speaks. Yeah, you can close it out for me. <laughs> Kaya Speaks. <laughs> I'm like, this is Speak by Kaya.